conscious couples, business partners, and singles committed to attracting their dream partner, welcome to the Conscious Couples Podcast, where we share our life, love story, and combined relationship expertise to help you create and consistently cultivate the most magnificent, intimate relationship possible. Never again will you feel hopeless and alone in your intimate relationship challenges. Having accumulated thousands of hours coaching conscious couples and individuals all over the world, as well as starting and growing a global business together, Alan and I are here to guide you and all things relationships. Thank you again for tuning into the one place where it's not about you or me. It's about the the we. Conscious couples and singles from all over the world, welcome back to The Conscious couples podcast uh so we are on episode number 29 am i correct on that 28 we're on 28 28 i've ruined the intro i'm so sorry okay but we're on 28 episode 28 i Mm -hmm. stand corrected Mm -hmm. why you feel like you are walking on eggshells Mm -hmm. today we're going to talk about an experience in intimate relationships that all of us have had Mm. where there is fear present. We call these bugs in the garden. If you're a new listener, you don't know what I'm talking about. If you're (laughs) not a new listener, we've talked a lot about the bugs in the garden. The bugs represent fear, Mm. scarcity, suppression, limiting beliefs, fixed mindset, all of those things. And we're going to talk a little bit about a concept that Emilia came up with. First, before we do, we want to give a shout out to the Next Level Podcast Solutions team. Thank you so much uh, for producing this show for everyone, YouTube, audio, all of the above. Okay, so Emilia came up with an incredible concept that she taught me probably about a year and a half ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. You're <laughs> welcome. So picture uh, those old stoves and there's a nozzle on it. And you've all heard the expression, if you can't handle the heat, step out the kitchen. Step out the kitchen. Exactly. So imagine mm-hmm. the nozzle goes from zero to 10. The My knob. stove at knob. Knob. The knob. Nozzle. nozzle knob. knob. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I had this at home growing up, by mm-hmm. the way, from zero to 10. Cool. And the closer you get to 10, the more expression there is. So you've heard me say the quote, if you're a long-term listener, the suppression of self-expression leads to depression. One of the best quotes ever. Thank you, love. Mm-hmm. Or eventual implosion or mm-hmm. explosion. Mm-hmm. So imagine a volcano, all the pressure building up, eventually it explodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so zero on the truth dial represents full suppression. Mm -hmm. Someone who is not expressing their truth, someone who is turtle shelling up, someone who is fearful of everything they say, someone who's walking on eggshells essentially in this episode. And a 10 is someone who is having a straight up dance party because they are so deeply fulfilled (laughs) in their relationship and in their work, which we're going to talk about. So sweetheart, uh, talk to us. (laughs) So like we like to kind of make sure that we get into um my intention for this episode is to really help us not only as a collective understand why we kind of feel like we're walking on eggshells but like how how alan and i believe we can overcome that and how we can work through that because i think that for me at least awareness is definitely number one to help us get out of the pain or the fear or the lack of abundance that we have in our relationships But the thing is, if you're aware and you don't do anything about it, if you don't take action afterwards, you know, after your awareness has been raised, it's we're not we're going to be in the same place. Right. So if you are someone that happens to feel as though they're walking on eggshells with your partner, 
you know, this is an expression that is very common. And first thing that I want to say, you're not alone. There's so many men and women out there and they feel that way too. And Alan and I in our entire past have felt this way to some extent. And the truth is when you actually start to look back at all your relationships, you start to realize that there's definitely at least a moment or two where you might have felt this way. You might have felt that you were walking on eggshells and it could have just been temporary, right? Or you can look back and say, okay, now that I have this new awareness, the entire relationship I was walking on eggshells. And when we ask that question, why? Why is it that we feel this way? To what you just said, babe, it's because we really don't feel as though we can be fully ourselves. And that's the highest level that I can say in this episode of what that feels like. And if we were to really peel back that layer as to, well, how, how do I really know what that feels like? Maybe I've been in a relationship where I've always kind of felt that way. So that's my normal, right? Maybe my parents or my caregivers, like I saw growing up that mom kind of was quiet around dad or vice versa, right? One of them turtle, turtle shelled, like we like to call it, where you kind of suppress your truth. You don't communicate your needs. You maybe put the other partner's needs above yours and you kind of shrink in their presence, right? Your light dims. Not necessarily because of any sort of reason, but because you've felt that that's what's safe for you. And so digging into the why you don't feel safe, that's really what it comes down to. Can you give an example of? An example. So let's see. I remember in past relationships, I was so concerned about sharing what my plans were. I remember like being back in college and being afraid of sharing what my plans were going to be for the weekend and feeling like I had to walk on eggshells, meaning that I like just had to say a little bit of what was going to happen or every single detail. Because my partner at the time, that ego was very, very fragile, very insecure. And though maybe that wasn't necessarily current knowledge and top of mind and talked about, anything that I I did that was kind of outside of that box. Like say, for example, we had a, I was going out with my friends, right? If we didn't follow that agenda by the T to what extent I had shared with that partner, which you never do because it's college and <laughs> there's an after after party and things pivot and change. Things change, things, things change. pivot. I would feel like, oh no. AKA they evolve, which yeah. may or may not be your brand. May uh, so. may or may not be the brand. So like, yeah, that's an example where like, for example, like if things changed, I wasn't really certain that that would be okay with the relationship. And so like either the phone call after everything, I would need to make sure that every little detail was talked about. And I never really felt safe if I didn't kind of talk about or be forthcoming with what changed because I always kind of felt like I needed to share every single detail or what was the fear under this love? What was the bug in the garden? Um, The bug in the garden was that my partner was very insecure and the fear underneath that, you mean for me or for my partner? Any fears. So I think that at the time, my partner was very fearful of um, 
me finding something better out there, right? Finding someone. Finding someone. <clears throat> finding a relationship that actually made me happy or fulfilled or more to that current relationship. Perhaps a tall blonde. Maybe a Just tall joking. blonde. <laughs> um, huh. and, and I think the fear that resided in me was that maybe that was the case and I had to stay where I was or that I couldn't change and I couldn't evolve and the relationship would evolve with me. And I think that we find ourselves in that situation very often. And I'm not necessarily talking about just this scenario, but where fear of the past or fear of one person's past is being brought into the relationship and kind of controlling on a subconscious level the actual future or potential future that that relationship could have. So just to inform what she's referring to there, fear of the past. So imagine this is not necessarily the case of you and your past partner, Mm. although it might be, I'm not sure. But imagine a scenario where one partner was cheated on in a prior relationship. Mm -hmm. And so they're still deeply fearful that their partner might cheat if they go to a party or something. So imagine this one of the partners in a relationship was cheated on at a party yep. in college and and now all of a sudden they're so fearful of their partner going to parties even though that other partner would never cheat yeah. so you're you're essentially taking the past traumas and bringing them into the current relationship which is yeah. sabotaging the future relationship exactly and so this is the bugs in the garden that you have to identify and rectify yeah um so she gave an example of suppression and walking on eggshells i'm going to give an example of mm-hmm. uh something that we did earlier today so get ready before, <laughs> before you dig into that i think that going back to the truth style thing babe to kind of bring it full circle my truth style was very it, it, it i was afraid to be fully truthful right because like, of the triggering of the partner's right. insecurities because of like what well what if i do actually share like that we went to this restaurant instead of this restaurant i was so afraid of what logical or emotional leaps would happen in my partner and how that would trigger that partner and what that would do to our relationship that like there was the truth tile couldn't fully be a 10 right? because I had to walk around the delicate sensibility of the partner Mm -hmm. because of these fears. And so back to just that truth tile, like now I am so grateful. I have that experience where what you're going to share right now, truth dials at a 10. Yeah. And it's like (laughs) looking back and comparing those, it's like, Oh, okay. Now I understand the dots connect backwards of like why I always had to walk on eggshells. Well, I'll share an experience that I had where my truth that I wasn't at 10 with you. So this was early in our relationship, probably two months in. Mm -hmm. And it was late at night. We were at her place. And she was like, are you okay? Because I was being really quiet. Yeah. And Emilia and I have come up with these sort of symptoms of uh, when there is a bug in the garden. When when fear or scarcity or suppression is present, these Mm -hmm. are the symptoms. One of the symptoms for us in our relationship is a lack of playfulness. One of us gets really quiet or both of us. Yeah. Um, And so I was really quiet. So you inevitably asked like, are you okay? Is everything okay? And Mm -hmm. I literally turned to her and I said, oh no, I'm totally fine. I'm just tired. Yeah. And immediately I was like, I totally just lied. It was a (laughs) bold faced lie. I'm not just tired. People do that often. Yeah. Well, I was fearful. Exactly. I don't know why I'm feeling this way and I'm afraid to be vulnerable. And this is early in our relationship. Mm -hmm. So, um, 
uh, I tell people I never, ever will lie to Emilia in a relationship. They're like, well, you just talked about how you lied. No, but two <laughs> seconds later I told her, right? So, so here's what I did. So I turned to her, and maybe you'll remember this, love. Yeah. And I said, honestly, sweetheart, I'm so sorry. I just lied to you. Um, I'm afraid of X, Y, Z, actually. And I'm not just tired. I'm not even tired at all. I'm sitting here, and I'm in all these fears. And I shared her, with her vulnerably of I'm falling in love with you. Oh, and I do I'm, remember. Yeah, that was so and, sweet. And I'm so, so scared of being hurt, Aww. you know. Um, my honey. And so instead of suppressing my truth and lying, essentially, that I'm just tired, I expressed the truth. Yeah. And that actually brought us closer. Yeah. So when you let fear win, you're actually manifesting the fear. And going back to this past <sighs> partner of yours, the, the fear was if she goes out and finds someone better, she's going to leave me. When you supp- him suppressing you in that regard is probably why it didn't work out. Right. So you're literally manifesting the fear. Um, and we all do this because we're all human. Mm-hmm. And we have to be very careful of that. Hi, Amy and Chris Lenius here to give a quick moment of appreciation for Alan and Amelia. We have been working with them for... A few months now, anyways, maybe six, maybe going on six months now. And we appreciate you guys so much to Mm -hmm. see you guys work as a team to help couples work as a team is one of the most beautiful things I have ever seen. Not only have you helped us reconnect and helped us with our marriage, you've also helped us through big life moments with Mm -hmm. boundaries, with creating our own stable unit at home. We appreciate you guys so, so much. Yes, truly heartfelt. Appreciate you guys and everything you've done for us thanks guys we love you uh what were you gonna say i was just gonna say multiple past partners not just one so like to that extent babe think about if you just said like you didn't go vulnerable yeah and you're just like oh nothing what happens on the other side is is really detrimental for relationships right. and i'll just pull that in because now you don't know how i really feel i'll catastrophize exactly, that exactly right meaning like i'll think the worst of like oh well he hated the dinner that we had. I'll go to like all of where my deepest insecurities are right. and those will get exacerbated. Those will get blown out of proportion Right. where I'll overgeneralize is what the word's right. called for it. And that will disconnect us in a way that isn't even based off of truth. Right. It's based off of emotional leaps. People talk about logical leaps. We do that with our emotions when we, when we let fear drive. So I'm so grateful that you have, you have really, and this is one thing that I'll give you. And I want to make sure that I say it so explicitly public that you have the healthy, healthiest masculine that I've ever seen. And you do such a great job at being vulnerable. And I was actually telling my aunt about this earlier today, like how grateful I am. Like Alan, like is just so vulnerable with me and he can cry like it's my favorite thing because I didn't have a ton of model modeling in my upbringing where masculines cried and masculines had vulnerability and vulnerability to me meant weakness and so I had a lot of rewiring that I had to do just being in a relationship with you at the beginning and and even still to this day which I'm so effing grateful for because at the end of the day it's like that toxic masculinity where it's just like no I'm fine that closing, the shutting down, not opening your heart to connection, that doesn't do any good for the world. That's where apathy really starts to grow. That's the bug in the garden. 
one of my favorite quotes is the the walls that we build to protect ourselves from the quote unquote bad guys also mm-hmm. keep out the good ones. Yeah. And so when you have this armor on or these walls up, you're not going to be able to fall in love. What if I mm-hmm. just was like, oh no, I'm totally fine. I'm just tired. Yeah. You're not going to be able to fall as deeply because now I don't share how much I'm falling for you. Yeah. Now you are afraid to share how much you're falling for me, which we know you were. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. We um, fall into fear. But we fall into fear instead of love. Yeah. Right? And there's a lot of neuroscience around. Um, speaking of fear, <laughs> the, some stuff's just falling in the corner over there. We have a ghost in the closet. Yeah, that, which is fine. It's a loving ghost and they're vulnerable too. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's called improv. Now, so I'm going to get into the rando dance party. I got to do it. Yeah, I got to talk babe. about the rando dance party. To. So the timer just went example. off, but we're not leaving do you think, yet. Babe. So I finished a long day, back to back to back to back coaching calls. Mm. Uh, awesome day onboarding a new team member. It's been fire of a day. But I'm exhausted. Yeah. We come in here and we're ready to prep for this episode. It's nine o'clock at night right now. Thank you all for tuning in, <laughs> um, even though we're cooked. No. So randomly, Emilia will, uh, she just threw on music. I don't know how we got into this conversation, but you were like, babe, I got something for you. And she hammered on this like rando dance party, like techno music. Techno music and we literally <laughs> had a like obnoxious jump around the house robot from the 80s bring 21st century <laughs> dance party. I didn't put on the strobes. I could have done put that. On the Maybe strobes. we should we do that after. We have had a seizure if we wanted to. <laughs> Just joking. We should but do that after. We had a conversation afterwards to try to make it relevant to this episode and we're like, holy crap, there's no way mm-hmm. that if there was a bug in our garden or fear or scarcity or suppression that yeah. we would be dancing. Mm-hmm. And so one of the symptoms in our relationship of feeling suppressed mm-hmm is being quiet, Mm -hmm. Um, random stingers, we call them stingers, which is like a weird joke that's like kind of mean. So we call them a jab. We we call them stingers. It's it's like a bee sting type of thing. Yeah, it's when you're mean with your words and it's like, like, where did that come from? Like, what's going on? Is there something not really just are we good or (laughs) (laughs) whoa, whoa, okay, (laughs) you know, shit, I'm gonna go over here. So (laughs) shots fired, (laughs) you know. Um, Glad I was vulnerable. I'm joking. (laughs) Um, And I also wrote this down. So when you're overly quiet. Yeah. Uh, when we're not playful, when mm-hmm. we're not humorous, mm-hmm. uh, when we're not dancing, when we're not singing. Singing. Yeah. Human beings love to dance and sing, aka expression. That's yeah. what art is. It's yeah. painting and singing and dancing and you know drawing and it, it, it's techno dance parties randomly. <laughs> That's when you know someone's deeply fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And so it's very difficult to be fulfilled when you're not being yourself. And it's very difficult to be yourself when there's fear and scarcity present. Right. Fear of losing love, fear of not belonging, fear of having misaligned goals, fear of anything. Yeah. And so that's what this episode's about is why you feel like you're walking on eggshells. The long and short of it is you are suppressing your truth on some level out of some fear. Yeah. It can be fear that you're not going to be heard. Mm-hmm. It can be fear that you're going to be cheated on. Mm-hmm. It can be fear that you're... Um, not attractive enough or that you're not good enough or that you're not worthy. It can be all these different kinds of fears. It can be fear that what you're doing today won't be worth it in 10 years. Yeah, it can be fear that it won't work out. Yeah. It can be fear that this isn't the one. It can be fear that you're not going to be able to parent together. There's so many fears that can take the garden. Mm -hmm. And really what we try to do on this podcast and in our Relationship Talks coaching and in our events is identify and rectify fears and bugs in the garden Mm -hmm. and the key 
the key is to find the bugs when they're small before they grow, 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 grow out of hand to mm-hmm. where you're suppressing your partner or suppressing yourself. Yeah. Um, and so that's really all I had, love. And um, if you want, after this episode, I recommend that you get your partner and have a rando techno dance party. Yeah. And and if they're not game, there might be a bug in the garden. 1,000%. <laughs> and it's funny you say that because I was definitely going to suggest that too. Um, we can send you guys the... Um, playlist that we have to help you understand if you have bugs in the garden no. we'll, we'll throw a link to the youtube video um in the show notes <laughs> if you want uh, if you want to know what we were dancing to earlier straight up so the last couple things that i'll add to this so we you know we talked about the why talked about the how and we talked about the symptoms and how you can really identify like not only with what you're feeling but but how do you know when you're out of it? Like when you're not walking on eggshells anymore, it's when you're fully self-expressed. Right. And so what I've found is that when people can shift quick into gratitude rather than into like nitpickiness, that is something that you can help to know where you're at in terms of this eggshell walking in terms of where you are into your true style. I know that it's so easy for me to give you gratitude, like right off the cusp because I feel very expressed in our relationship. I have a 10 out of 10 in terms of my truth dial with you. And so like, I, like I'm, I'm in a very humble middle ground with you in terms of, I'm not on one end of the spectrum. We're not shifting into extremes. Like for example, we're not super, super quiet or we're not overly like playful and loud masking something that is underneath all of this yeah, the extremes right? the tales of experience are actually an indicator that something's off center yeah and i think that's figurative and literal yeah well. seriously so when there's when there's no middle ground that's definitely something to to tune into and um another thing too is is when you feel as though there's like a rope around your neck or you feel as though you have a tight throat or your throat might feel scratchy that throat chakra needs to feel good it needs to feel lubed up it needs to feel ready to go and if it's not then again walking on eggshells it might be because of your past fears but it very well might be because of your partner's past fears or the fear of the future and to what alan typically says on every single episode once you have awareness to it just like i was saying at the very beginning of this episode you have to act on it. So you have to create change. No one's going to come in, especially in a uh, scarce relationship and say, hey, I think we're in scarcity right now. You, when you identify it in your relationship, it is your responsibility to lead and to do so maybe by starting with a dance party and slipping into that vulnerability component is absolutely essential. And who knows what could come out of that. For Alan and I, in that moment, it brought so much abundance. It drew us in closer, got us more intimate in terms of an emotional capacity. And we were able to grow so much from that. And every single time, babe, you've been able to do that. I've been able to do that. We've grown so much deeper in love and connection and intimacy and um, honestly in our relationship and whole. So that is the last thing that I will say is when you're questioning yourself, you know, Dig until you find an answer and then do something about it. We had a wonderful listener of ours book a relationship talks and she was talking about how fearful she is. She feels fully expressed with friends and with family, but in her intimate relationship, she's so scared. Mm -hmm. So she ends up feeling like she has a rope around her neck and she can't 
fully express her truth, or at least mm-hmm. that's the story she's told herself. So we helped her reframe that mm-hmm. and start actually expressing her truth because that fear of not being heard or not being valued is actually manifesting itself because when you don't make that connection with your partner mm-hmm. and then they leave, the root cause might have been you weren't being authentic. Right. You weren't being your true self. There is no connection without courage, vulnerability, mm-hmm. and communication. And and it takes courage to be vulnerable. And it's not mm-hmm. vulnerability if there isn't fear. That's the thing. <laughs> no. If you're not afraid, there is no vulnerability. Right. Right? There's always risk. And there's always fear. And risk. Like, will you allow that fear to... Take the garden. Take the garden, drive the wheel, like, or take the wheel, whatever, like, and... It's so much worth it. Iceberg it's, dead ahead. Yeah. You know, gotta, you got to turn the <laughs> Titanic reference. My heart will go on. <laughs> Sorry, babe. I love it. Uh, right, gotta have so fun. So we are um, ready to prepare for our second round of techno dance parties. So um, oh, I didn't know we were going round two. Yeah, round Excellent. two. And um, to that extent, if you're someone that you notice that your relationship is struggling with this genuinely and you just need someone to talk to and say this is what i'm feeling i kind of feel crazy my friends have told me this my partner has told me that i don't even know where i stand in all this trust me getting around people that have struggled in this capacity that know this at the deepest level and who honestly can create a judgment-free safe space for you that is going to change your entire life. It will certainly change the trajectory of your relationship. And I am so deeply in belief of that. So if you need someone to talk to or if you're struggling with this at all, please book on our calendars. It's 30 minutes free Zoom. We're not going to sell you on anything. Genuinely, we are here to support you in whatever capacity that looks like. If you are one degree off in a flight from Boston to LA, you end up 150 miles off course. Mm. those relationship talks calls are just to tweak you just a little bit Mm. so you can stay on course. That's really what it is. A one degree shift can bring you 150 miles off course Mm. and we don't want you to end up there. Yeah. Because you might not like where you end up. We want to help. Also, monthly relationship talks events every month, all the months of the year, forever and always, Mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Our 15th one, 15 in a row. One five. One five is September 8th, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. They are not recorded. They are completely private. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do them every month, but we never do them on the same topic. So don't miss this. Mm. Don't miss this. Definitely don't. <laughs> it will never happen again. It will never happen again. We'll never get that moment again. No. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Overcoming mm. the fixed mindset in your relationship. Wolf. So there are That's a good one. individuals that have a fixed mindset have a deep belief that they can't change. And if that is present in your relationship, you have to shift that because you can't improve your relationship if you can't improve yeah. and you can't improve if you don't believe you can improve because you won't even try. Mm. And so if you're listening to this show, you most likely have a growth mindset. Otherwise, we would have annoyed you for sure by now <laughs> um, and you never would have clicked on this episode. But True. your relationship might have some fixed mindsets in certain areas. Yeah. Fixed mindset in fitness could be there or fixed mindset in parenting mm-hmm. or right just because it's a growth mindset in certain areas doesn't mean it's everywhere. So join us For in sure. that event. Um, the link will be in the show notes as well as the YouTube video to the techno dance party. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. As always, it is not about me or you. Mm-hmm. It's about the, the we. we. We'll Bye, talk everyone. to you next time. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Conscious Couples Podcast. We love connecting with the Conscious Couples community. So please make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at Evolve with Amelia and Alan is A Lazarus 88. 
Also, if you or your partner resonated with this episode, leave us a review at the link in the show notes and please share this with someone you love and care about. Until next time, remember, it's not about you or me. It's about the we. We.